You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matt Gertz and Jesse Landers. Professionals do it. Yeah, yeah, right. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a real deal band. We owe that uh, gracious uh, intro to covering Mary Jane. They're out of LA. They're a cover band, compromise of a bunch of songwriters that have done all kinds of gigs, um, worked with famous artists. They've uh, toured, even had TV appearances. So they're pretty legit. Should check them out. <laughs> they're pretty funky, funky sounding. Um, do they do mainly covers? Do you know? Yeah, mainly they do covers, but I I do believe they all have originals, and a lot of them are um you know doing like side gigs or like they're they're individual artists huh. themselves. That's awesome. Yeah, they're definitely really good it's musicians. Very nice of them to uh, to allow us to use them as our intro music yeah. to the American Slacker podcast very first episode. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were really easy about it, too. They didn't even, you know, want to talk about money or anything right away. They were real, real legit, you know? They're just like, hey, yeah, take our shit. We want people to listen. Recognize fellow artists just trying to make it. That's awesome. That's how you got to do it. Well, I am Jesse. And I am Matt. And as we said before, this is the American Slacker Podcast. It's a little project that Matt and myself have been trying to get going for a little bit now. and Yeah, we're finally putting it into work. Uh, yeah, putting it out there for the audience. Now, Matt is located in New York, and I'm Chilling. located in California. So half the reason that this has been a battle is the fact that we're working remotely with each other. 3,000 miles wow. apart. Yeah, with the power of the internet. Uh, but we're making it happen. Bring this to you, the listener. All about you guys. Now, me and Matt have known each other for a while. Uh, I moved out here not too long ago. And uh, Matt's up in Albany in New York. I'm out in Monterey. Which hopefully I'll join Join you out on the West Coast one day, because the East Coast is worn thin. Avoid the snow a little bit. Yeah, man. Or just have it when, Enemy have it when you want. One. I guess that's the thing. <laughs> it's like out, out here in California, you can sort of pick your biome. It almost seems like if you want snow, go to the mountains. Like yeah, just go, go beach, up or go down. The coast. <laughs> yep. Follow the ocean. It will but take they, you where you want to go. They need to get there. They need to get their traffic situation together. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if you need to throw another lane or two in there, but do something. Uh, a few highways, <laughs> some tunnels, blast out a few of these mountains. Yeah. I know everyone's going to, all the environmentalists are going to hate me for that, but like, some tunnels connecting large highways that can't get to other roads. It's just, it kind of makes sense. Cut your commute. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. People like, it's a big car culture out here, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely noticed that. 
bit of a gang culture too, and that that actually brings us to our uh, first topic here: uh, news from around the world. We're gonna bring it to you through our unique perspective here. Um, in San Jose, there was a crackdown on a Vietnamese gang, uh, Vietnamese, which led to okay. cops to. Yeah, there, there's a, a large Vietnamese population up uh, out here in San and in San Jose, especially. Um, okay. I love Vietnamese food. Oh man, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's something I discovered coming out here. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they found drugs, weapons, and an alligator. <laughs> what? So, yeah. In that order, uh, and, together. And the. Th- <coughs> Well, like that's, that's, that's what the headline's telling us. <laughs> this comes from Mercury News, um, and the headline reads, in that order, arrests, drugs, weapons, alligator. <laughs> um, but there's very little information about the alligator. Oh, man. That's what, that's what perturbs me the most <laughs> about this situation. The, uh, what was his the role? Little like, bit, wait, what are you concerned about? <laughs> Well, there's a lot of questions to be asked here. Like, where did this alligator come from? They're not native to the West Coast. There's no alligators out here. Like, it's not like someone just snatched one. Black you know, that was baby. imported. Come on now. You get whatever you want. Yeah. What is, is there a Florida gator ring that we're not aware of? They're just snatching just them up. Them over and they just race them across the country. They drop them off for the highest bidder. Snatching our gators up. <laughs> <laughs> and and that kind of brings us to our next question. Okay, yeah, if the market's out there, but what does it exist for? Is it like they're using this gator as intimidation? Like they pick up some some punk that from another rival <laughs> gang, and they need to like intimidate him, so He's they like have a, like an alligator. Oh, man. nuts or something. They're in an SUV, and the alligator sits in the third row back seat, and they get him in, and then they just hang the gator over the seat next to him, talking shit. Damn, that's cold blooded. See, I mean, do whatever that, they want. that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty intimidating. The, uh, I mean, the alligator. Uh, they, it's not a lion, but it's next to the line. <laughs> they have one picture of it. It's probably about a five foot gator. It's oh, like God. Komodo okay. dragon size. Well, maybe like a baby Komodo okay. dragon size gator. So they were planning to get him big <laughs> enough to do I, some damage. <laughs> I don't know why I referenced a more obscure reptile. <laughs> Komodo dragon. Explain the size of a commonly known reptile, but anyone who knows Komodo dragons will get the picture. But uh, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. What were what were you saying about the alligator? Oh, I don't even remember. I, I got so involved with you. <laughs> well, uh, Ed, either way, uh, I, it's just just so many questions. It boggles oh my, my God. mind. Yeah. I want to know. You know, like, they wanted to get him huge. Gator. They wanted to do some dirty deeds with this alligator, possibly feed him bodies. Like, you can you imagine what they would do? Like the intimidation, like you're oh. saying, in a thousand ways. They could put him in a basement and make a pool, and just have this alligator that's waiting to take care of their problem. Like literally, like just kidnap people and make them disappear. That's... <laughs> That's interesting. You know, I didn't like, think about that. Yeah. I, I thought pigs were the way to pigs go. Pigs are the like way to go. That's the that scary thing, man. Like, there's like no trace, like really, like unless you get like Hollywood's right sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you get chemical testing and uh, I mean, let's be honest, how's that gonna come about? Like Right? 
I mean, the the only thing they said in this about the Gator was details about the Gator, including its condition and connection to the alleged conspiracy, were not con- disclosed. So I'm led to believe that this Gator was part of a conspiracy and that it might be dead. <laughs> oh man, they murdered they, the Gator. I think they shot this. They shot this unarmed Gator in cold blood. <laughs> it's it's a problem that's just getting out of hand these days. Because why wouldn't they release the, the, okay, the details about the gator? Well, you know they walked in there and they were like, yo, do you to. do you see that? That's he's yeah, he's about five feet. I'm not fucking getting him. Are you are you getting him? No. All right, I know what to do. do who does the police call? Animal control? Yeah, I guess. Like, uh, yeah, they might have. They might have been like, all right, what, what's your opinion on him? They're like, ah, uh, I've never fucking dealt with this. Um. I don't know what to do about it. Right? He's trying to bite me. What the fuck? Are we... And then, and then detective. <laughs> they you deal know, with a lot Grady of large... kills him. <laughs> they deal with a lot of large uh, cats, but I don't know about large reptiles. Yeah, yeah. Well, probably snakes, if anything, because I know I have seen like a lot of like snakes on like different animal shows and even like cops, like where they're like just like random like oh. ten feet like pythons or boas just like getting snatched up. Like they like showed up at the neighbor's house or animal. like whatever, you know. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, and uh, and the icing on the cake, the operation that the cops pulled off to um to uh like make this all happen, they called it Operation Gang of Thrones. Oh god. Nerds. <laughs> nice nice little Game of Thrones reference thrown in there. I don't I don't know what like the reference of if they just felt like cheeky and wanted to give it a cool name. But they didn't the really cops always explain. do that. They want to put a little spin that's like relevant to like current culture, like you know, just like rip it off. It will, <laughs> you can tell that you know that station was all sharing like uh, HBO Go password. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking leeching bastards. They were up on what Daenerys Stormborn was oh doing. My God. Yeah, yeah. They're ready for the White Walkers. <laughs> All right, on on to the next little piece here, and this is one that I find pretty interesting. It's it's some culinary news. All right, lay it on me. I like food. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, you did, talk shit. Did Colonel Sanders' nephew accidentally spill the secret to KFC recipe? You know he did because he was a greedy little fuck. <laughs> Well, I don't think it, this might have been a, a a mistake of him not realizing what exactly was going on with the. the like I'll explain. He uh, <laughs> this do. comes from the Today Show. Uh, the famously the uh, secret eleven herbs and spices. Sacred uh, or secret? <laughs> managed to slip out. A family photo was shown where the spices were written down on a piece of paper. So it was an old family photo. There's a handwritten copy of it that has the right the recipe on it. They've like figured out what the 11 oh, herbs God. and spices are. It's out of the bucket. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yep. <laughs> well, now they're done. I mean, Popeyes has got it. Probably McDonald's has probably got it. That's what the nuggets are these days probably. I haven't been there in years, but I mean, come on. So it was like he's pulling out all these he's pulling out all these memorabilia okay. things to show like to the reporter and boom 
right there in front of him is the 11 herbs and spices. And he just, oh this reporter God. goes at it. Ha! So, Dude, you're making me want to go to KFC right now. <laughs> I haven't gotten KFC in a while. It's man, I haven't had it in years, man. I got, I got one of those like chicken corn bowl mashed potato Oh, things. dude, the stoner bowl. God, I think that's yeah. probably the last thing I had there as well. I mean, that was the, the, the thing to get there. It's not terrible. No, it's not. Um, no. Recently. Food fried but chicken. I mean, you know how it tastes. Uh, the chicken, the, those sacred spices, man. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so have, unique. Have you ever had Have you ever had Popeyes? No, I really haven't actually. Like um first off, Me I don't either. really I avoid fast food chicken to begin with and so I mean it's very limited. And when I did, it was always KFC, you know, like right? Or, or it's occasional kind of standard. McDonald's chicken nuggets. Those are pretty dank as well. Yeah, I mean, and especially now that they're all white meat, apparently. Yeah, yeah. You never know what the hell they're putting Supposedly, in there. Supposedly, I, God. I just always, I would just always feel really bad after McDonald's. My oh body my God. Like, is upset with. Me. All right, I'm gonna tell you a secret. Now, hold on, we gotta I, stay on the McDonald's. Oh, what is it? Uh, I had gotten drunk not that long ago, and I actually went there. And uh, yep. knowing that I'm on that the ketogenic diet and everything, so I broke the diet and had McDonald's. And dude, you you couldn't be more right. McDonald's made me want to die. So I have the eleven herbs and spices in front oh my of me here. <laughs> I, I want you to like list off. I'll tell you. I'll tell you when you get them, and then we'll reveal whatever the last ones are. So spoiler alert to whoever's like a big KFC fan. Let's, let's check them off. Turn your world. I'm not a. Down. I don't know a whole lot about spices, but I do know a few. So I'm going to say yeah. there's definitely pepper. There's definitely salt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got two right there. Um, well, they go on everything. Every recipe I've ever made basically has pepper and salt. But um, I'm going to say there's... Oh, man. Um, is there oregano in it? Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. You got oregano. Oh, God. Parsley. Uh, no, no parsley. Time. Yeah, you got time. So you got four. Yeah, I got time on my side. <laughs> um, see, this is where the problem comes in because I definitely can't remember. The, the rest of them are all what kind of What might be obscure. in a chicken recipe. Um, right. I would say, like, I don't know. Is there something Take weird one like more guess. in there? Oh, dude, yeah, that's actually one of them. Oh, okay, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, okay, you're like, you right, go, you uh, got five. Is there a mustard, or like mustard seed? Yes, uh, that's six. God, you got what? Dried mustard. Dude, what, all right, um, let's think about this. What else would be a weird thing to put into a the, chicken recipe? There's um, one, uh, I don't think you said this yet. I'm trying to think. Uh, Maybe you did say that one already. Yeah, I think you said that one. You got six of them right now, though. All right, I, I'm just gonna like save the view. I'm gonna save like the the listeners like their ears. I I, I can't guess anymore. Okay, what are you, they? That, that's more than I probably would have gotten. Okay, so from I need the top, to know. From the top, there's um salt, which you got. Thyme, which you got. Basil. Um, oregano. Oh. You said oregano, right? Yeah, I said oregano. Okay, that's the one I was I like, parsley. I, think, I think you had gotten it already. Um, five is celery salt, which hmm. I don't think I've ever heard of celery salt. I don't like celery. Oh, either. let me guess, garlic salt too? 
Yep, garlic salt's an, uh, number nine. Uh, jumping of back, course. number six, black pepper, which you got. Seven, dried mustard, which you got. Eight, paprika, which you got. Nine, garlic salt. I would have also accepted mm-hmm. garlic. Um, yeah. ten, is garlic, gr- awesome. ten is ground ginger. I wouldn't think there'd Ooh. be ginger in it. And oh, 11, man, that makes sense. Eleven is white pepper as opposed to black pepper. Okay. Okay. Man. Yeah. Now, with uh, this recipe, do you have, like, the... Is it equal parts, or is there, like, a certain way to prepare it? Oh, yeah. I mean, on this article right here, it straight up tells you. I mean, it's, like, two, uh, oh. two-thirds teaspoon well, salt, one-half teaspoon thyme, half teaspoon basil, straight straight down the yeah, list. Yeah, this... This will definitely get posted on our social media as like a <laughs> super chicken spice chi- recipe. We will not use the name. It'll you be, know uh, what it is. It'll be uh, Admiral. <laughs> it'll be Admiral uh, fried chicken or something, you know. Instead of the Colonel, <laughs> we got the Admiral. He's like a, di- a different Way branch. Way better. Yeah. 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 All right, so our next story brings us to a lake off, well, I guess more of a river off of Michigan on the border of the United States and Canada. Huh. The article comes from the New York Times, and it reads, Canadians rescue 1,500 Americans who veered off course on inflatable rafts. Oh, my God. Or as I would like to read, or as how, how I would have written that, 1500 American forces invade Canadian so th- wait uh, invade Canadian uh, territory and are for and force uh, mounties to rescue them how do you, they were all inflatable rafts is that what you said yeah I, yeah they were all on inflatable oh like rafts God. like you know like you would just pop into a lazy river and sort of like float on down oh my god it's like a Walmart party or something like, what the fuck is that where did they get fifteen? Well, it's it's I guess fifteen hundred people. I guess together. it's this large event that they do during the summer um, on the Saint <sighs> Clair River in Port Port Huron, uh, Michigan. Okay. They have like a a ton of um, people gather and kind of take these inflatable inner tubes and pop them into the Saint Clair River, which is uh, borders, as I said before, Michigan and Canada. And they float eight miles down this like scenic little river. Occasionally, they end up missing like the the route, and a couple of people sort of veer off track, and they've had that happen before. But this year, someone dumb was leading the pack because whoever t- whoever took the wrong way, everyone just followed that dummy and went down and into Canada. And I guess they were forced to uh, have the Canadian Coast Guard rescue a whole bunch of them. Oh, God. <laughs> there were, like, minor injuries and some twisted ankles and stuff, but, like, people were generally okay, just, like, wet and without passports in a foreign country. <laughs> you imagine how many Mounties they had to round up for that? What an operation. <laughs> I love the quote at the end. No... Mr. Kimball says, no one really planned to be blown over onto the Canadian side. It's like, yeah, I would say that's safe to assume. Yeah. I don't think you guys planned this as like, all right, guys, we're going to go in under the guise of this 
inflatable raft event. It, inflatable water Canada world. <laughs> in our swimsuits. It's a town that no, no one's masterminding a coup via inflatable raft. Oh my god, no. And, and I, I mean, how, how small been, ever been one. is this like area? Because I mean, you don't want to be on an inflatable raft in the middle of like an, a, a pretty good sized lake, let alone, you know, God knows what brought them to the border. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know. I mean, I actually have a, a large map in front of me here, and I'm looking at. Oh, let's um, get a Michigan. reference. I can't quite. F- I'm trying to find Port Huron, but uh, this map is quite large, so I don't know if if Port Huron's a larger. Uh... Oh, there we go, Port Huron. Okay, yeah. So it's um, it's it's not it's on the other side of uh, Toronto, the peninsula sort of thing that Toronto's on, uh, just at the very bottom of Lake Huron. Now, do you have a mile and gauge? It does border. Like, can you tell the size? It of does border width? the Canadian side. Can you give me the girth of the river? Well. <laughs> It's, uh, I mean, it's weird, because it probably, the I'm guessing the river just dumps out into Lake Huron, and that's where the, that's where they probably washed onto the Canadian side. They went east, I'm guessing, a little bit too far, and ended up near Sarnia, Canada. Shout out to Sarnia. (laughs) Now, is it safe to assume that alcohol was involved? The American citizens. (laughs) (coughs) I would assume any time that you are on a raft... And you float into a neighboring country. <laughs> you, you're probably you're probably a little inebriated. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair fair guess. <laughs> Be like someone put the stripes vertical on the flag, and they're missing the blue. I don't know what's going on. Who put what's that fucking leaf? It looks the same, <laughs> but something doesn't feel right. So moving moving on from uh, our neighbors to the north. I posed a question to you earlier. A question about Kanye West. Kanye West, yes. Not one of my favorite people, by the way. I really just don't don't get it. I don't know. I have a real I have a real love hate because I, I I do understand that he puts out intre- definitely interesting perspectives and, uh, and interesting music. Oh um, yeah. But sometimes yeah. the the things he does, I'm not quite behind. Like his fashion show, I I tweeted out that it looked like a uh, a post-apocalyptic uh, sort of fashion show, or po- or a homeless homeless post-apocalyptic. Uh, oh where yeah. yeah, yeah, I could yeah. I didn't actually see it, but I could only imagine. It wasn't anything I would purchase. But I mean, he you gotta appreciate him as an artist. But I mean, it's just he's he's an abstract artist. Give me the question real quick. What was it exactly? Well, the the question that I was posing to you earlier um, was, what would you do if you were Kanye West, first off, and you had four minutes free reign on stage at the VMAs, the Video Music Awards on MTV? So so I would totally bring up old dirt, because like, everybody likes it yeah. anyway, and... Uh, I would literally do the most obscene thing, and I would just I would dance the most ridiculous move while talking shit about Taylor Swift for the whole four minutes, just because I feel like he would do it. Like I feel like it's possible. I feel like it goes back and forth between being the same person, and I'm talking like he would just do the same like like the dab or like the robot like over and over and over again just to piss people off. So it was like, all right, what's he doing here? Because you know people would clap for a while, and then it would just be like, wait, wait, should we? 
Should we still be happy about this? Yeah. What, what is this? It's like, because it, after a while it'll bring you out of the zone and you, you're like, what am I watching? He's got that star power ego going on, you know, where I feel like he would he would do something that would be, just, he's going to take up the stage until like they literally have to physically remove him. Like, it's not like they gave him the four minutes. It's like he's just up there and they're like, all right, man, you're two minutes over your time. You're supposed to just like tell someone, like give the award out, like, you know? <laughs> So you're th- you're thinking he's gonna go like eight minutes instead? So you give yeah, me four, yeah. I'll take eight. Yeah, exactly, man. Like the, he's he's just giving the award to to like, you know, the the next movie, you know, like whatever, you know, the next the music video. And and dude, come on now, like it's how he is. Like he just calls people out, does what he wants. Yeah, I mean, it's he Kanye. did. I guess it, Kanye. Uh, later later in the. Uh, in the article uh, which we found on uh, contactmusic.com, they uh, they said that his previous acceptance speech was 13 minutes in uh, <laughs> at the 2015 ceremony. So, oh, man, if he did 13 minutes just during an acceptance, which generally they I thought they play you off. That might just be the Oscars. I don't know if the VMA just does that as well. And they but, might give um, you a little more rain, but yeah, yeah. And it's, I'm, I think four minutes is like, like, what do, and what do they mean by free reign? He just gets to do whatever he wants. Like he can pull his dick out on MTV or like, I was wondering like, I'm wondering if he'll just like, it'd be really surreal if he just like stood there or like maybe he cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Like (laughs) what's, what's free, what's free reign? Like who, who knows what, what he's like able to do with that the producers i'm sure are freaking out because they're like what are we gonna have to clean up after like he's done oh, maybe, maybe you know what maybe he just goes on and does performs one of his songs which i mean that'd be that'd be cool that but that'd be almost very anticlimactic which might work in his favor yeah you yeah, know yeah oh he God. might be able to milk that angle oh my god can you imagine his public affairs agent like how fucking stressful that job is <sighs> Oof. Just like, all right, every every day, just wake up, pop like five Xanax and crack your neck. All right, so what did you do last night? Lay it on me. It's like I jumped in a fountain in in Italy and gave a free concert. It's like, all right, what's the blowback? It's like I'm I'm wanted by the Italian police for for disgracing a fountain. That's a national monument. What do I do? Actually, you know what? That uh, I I'm lying about that. That I don't think he did that in Italy. It was in like Tur- uh, uh, so it was it was some Middle Eastern country that he did that in. It was really cool though. Oh, he God. actually did that. Jumped in a fountain and just gave like an impromptu performance. Okay. Like was it? Wait, or was we, there music in the background, was our, or was it like it was, was just like media. singing alone in a fountain? Because that's kind of no, like think, when insanity kicks had, in. He, like, pulled up with a car or something and, like, hooked up some speakers and just jumped in with a mic and was, like, oh, romping God. around no, in the water. It, was, right. it looked pretty cool. Um, God. But, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's so, kind like, of, like, crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. That's why I got a love-hate relationship with this guy because sometimes, like, he'll do, like, really odd stuff that I'm just, like, can't really wrap my mind around. And other times I'm like, that was awesome. Absolutely. Right. I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah. I gotta look into some of these good deeds of Kanye because I haven't really heard too many. But I mean, that's pretty funny. 
Imagine right. him just like ripping up and popping the trunk, and it like opens up, and he just gets out with like a wireless mic on his head, like, and he's just like bopping and singing to the people. <laughs> they're like, "Wait, what's going? All right, this is cool." <laughs> Always I, get I'm in the water. Wanting, like, my mind's running crazy, like, because if like he he could do anything he wants with four minutes. Like, a we already established he's taking at least ten or fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Kind He'll of. probably do a song and something i'm thinking oh yeah maybe yeah. uh i don't know it's it could you could go on forever speculating but well, we'll he's got to do something to stir know, the pot keep him relevant you know we won't know uh until later this month it takes place on august 28th um you can watch uh the mtv music awards uh, or the video music awards i'm sorry on mtv um, yeah, that's just the music videos, right? Like, I'm not confusing um, it. Um, I believe so. Video music okay. awards, as opposed to I'm the, out of uh, the, the spin on MTV anymore. Yeah, I, I haven't watched too much. It's all it's all like Teen Mom and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the, exactly what it is. Every time I turn it on, that they used to play Fantasy Factory all the time, and that was like yeah. constantly running. Yeah, yeah, I liked it back when like True Life was like really good. Like that got weak real quick. Um, what was I that like horror like show? I liked that. Life. It was pretty weak, but it was still I, I liked the corniness. <laughs> uh, Fear, <laughs> I think it was called. Oh, Had where they God sent him into intro. the uh, <laughs> they sent him into the abandoned places and gave him challenges like go lay yeah. a morgue or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like get yeah, laid out like a. Uh, yeah, like a morgue for like an hour or whatever in the dark. <laughs> right. That was like the, uh, I would say that was like the dawn of like reality television. That was definitely an earlier one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 98, maybe 97. No, no. Maybe a little later. Maybe 99. I, I definitely enjoyed that one too. Um, yeah. But, but if we want to fast forward to some stuff that's happening now we can move on to our next segment um the new video games that are going to be coming out that we're kind of pumped about which is good it's been stale for a little bit i've got to say like i've been disappointed with a lot of the games that have come out due to like you know just errors or they're not running properly anymore like what what is up microsoft like you're you're killing me on xbox uh, one it's all the indie games right that we've pretty much been trying to yeah well yeah mainly but i mean even you know ea servers Needless oh yeah, to say. We, just earlier we we got kicked out of like two different games. Yeah, but it happens. You know, it's happened quite a bit. It's not like it's like this is like one of the first times. It's it's been quite a bit where like we've had to not play EA games like for the whole night because they're not working. Yep. Absolutely. You know? But I mean, it happens. I mean, but yeah, the the indie games you're talking about though, like you know, they're pretty good too. We're opening up to Seven Days to Die, um, and Ark was pretty cool for a bit. Um, it again, was both... until it stopped working for me. <laughs> yeah, especially Arc. Like Arc has been uh, quite a bit. It, it resets the servers. All your work gets erased constantly. You know, but um, it's a great concept. Honestly, just like uh, Seven Days to Die is really good. The uh, the game that I'm most looking forward to has to be uh, Sea of Thieves which comes out in December on Xbox One and, I believe, on PC as well. Which is a really interesting concept, right? It's finally an awesome pirate game. Fuck yes. yes. Finally. Yes. Something that's, like, 
free world sort of open reign do what you want like fuck shit up don't mess with your ship Assassin's Creed um, Black Flag was like the closest thing to that. Like, but even that had its limits. You know, I mean, it was a cool game, but I feel like this game is going to be next level. Definitely. Um, the developer is Rare, uh, the same people who did uh, Donkey Kong back in the day, um, and Banjo and Kazooie, <laughs> and uh, Golden Eye. Cool games. Yep. Come Golden on, Eye. don't you got to mention GoldenEye, man? Everybody wasted their. I, their I always think Donkey that, Kong. I always age. forget that Rare also did uh, did GoldenEye. Yeah. Oh yeah. They probably did a ton of good games. We're totally forgetting about. Yeah, they're they're you a, guys a rock. Great studio, you know it. And they they uh, it was really cool what they did for EA or I'm sorry E3. Um, they held off making mm-hmm. their vid- their release video until like pretty much the last moment. From what I understand, because what they wanted to do is allow people to uh, go demo and play uh, a, a little bit of the game, and then he actually brought people in, recorded them playing, and then used that footage at E3 um, to premiere their game and the gameplay by letting the fans actually play it and react to it, which I thought was a really cool touch. Yeah, yeah, they should definitely do that more with all these different releases they have. And it, that was one of those instances where, like, people were kind of calling them crazy for doing that. But it, oh, yeah. I say it paid off because they had a really good reception of it. Yeah, that kind of exposure, like, getting close with the, the fan base. I mean, you can't go wrong. The shows yeah, are dedicated. Definitely. I mean, especially when it requires maintenance on all of these games on the servers and, you know, DLC and whatnot. Right. Now, basically, in the game, you're, uh, as we said, it's a pirate game. Uh, you sort of start out as uh, a not like a, just a clean, fresh pirate ready to go. Uh, you jump on a ship with some of your buddies and your crew members, and you go off sailing and finding treasure, fighting uh, AI and other, and also fighting other people on ships that you encounter. So it seems it seems pretty cool in terms of like an open pirate type game is awesome because they are limited Those we've been looking really forward awesome. to that yeah yeah so let's the other one the game that could been... be a disappointment or could be one of the greatest games we haven't tried yet i know that battlefield one yeah man battlefield one i'm very excited for this game first off i'm getting tired of the advanced warfare type games with exoskeletons and all this crazy laser weaponry get out of here all right um it's it's based in World War One, and uh, even the the campaign is on that, and it's inspired by historical events. Um, but I mean, it brings back things like you know bolt action rifles. You're working with flamethrowers, mustard gas. Um, the melee is is amazing. It has sabers and trench clubs and shovels that you can just use. Um, of course, it's an EA game. Um, they always make great things, and like the other battlefields, it's a first person shooter. That's just overboard with the mayhem that's in this open world. Um, especially multiplayer. That's what I appreciate, and I know you do as well. I mean, um, how long have you been playing it? Probably about the same time, right? I mean, decade? <laughs> yeah, I, I I think Bad Company was the first Battlefield game that I played. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's going back. And, uh, I mean, even that, wouldn't I, you say? I just like... 
I'd, yeah, I just like the fact that uh, you could destroy, like, all the environment, the walls, buildings would come down and stuff like that. I always appreciated that. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it, it's crazy. Now, I mean, this this one has, like, such a mix-up. You have you still have tanks, you still have jeeps and whatnot. Um, you even have a motorcycle with a side cart, which is kind of cool. I, I dig that kind of thing. Um, but now there's, like, horses, man, and there's single-engine planes. So, I mean, it's, it's quite the mix-up of what's going to be going on out there in the field. You know, even the ones that are that are out now, uh, Battlefield Four is is amazing with what goes on with the helicopters randomly crashing in front of you, or you know, tanks that are shooting you from a mile away, or snipers, or whatever. You know, it, it's something you can appreciate right. in a game in a world where games are getting just like so copyable. They're all the same, and, and there's not really a game like this. It definitely feels that way with like you mentioned the Call of Duty games. It seems like they're just pumping out the same thing they add in a couple new weapons or whatever they put the zombies in a different map and they say here you go yeah yeah it doesn't help that there's two different producers on it Treyarch and Activision they're making two different Call of Duties you know once a year or whatever it is even if it's like you know a year and a half two years it's crazy that there's two different companies making the same game basically you know like there's a lot of other games that could do that. Like, why doesn't, like, you know, why aren't we getting two Fallouts or, you know, a Skyrim and a Fallout every year? You know, something like that. I'm just uh, happy that they're putting out a new, a new Battlefield. We've been playing Battlefield 4 <laughs> for a little while oh, now. Yeah. Um, getting back into it again. And, and this new one will be uh, pretty cool. Now, some news regarding uh, one of our favorite sports that we uh, enjoy watching. Well, if you want to take a step with me into the green corner, I'll the green corner. some of the recent great <laughs> news. Um, I'm, I'm very into what's been going on lately. Um, one of my favorite fighters is Nate Diaz. He's, he's amazing. He's just got an attitude, and uh, he can back it up. And I like that. You know, he's got character, and it, it gives it a new element to the sport that, you know, is just besides two guys beating the shit out of each other. But, as we all know, it's been Conor McGregor and Diaz having a wonderful brawl of talking shit to each other, and it's now we're at match number two. And, I mean, it was mayhem going into this. It was chaos at the press conferences. Did you get to see all the lovely things, like the throwing of the bottles? I mean, parents were suing because the little kids were getting whacked with bottles because these two dipshits were throwing, throwing them at each other because they were so angry. Jeez, I didn't, I didn't see that. That was at, what, the weigh-ins? Oh yeah, the different press conferences. Um, one of the press conferences, Connor had um, took a swipe at like Diaz's hand because it was too close to his face, and, <laughs> and he was like talking shit on Twitter, saying like that he broke his hand. <laughs> wow, broke his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which I find funny. You know, the shit talking between these two has been exceptional. <laughs> um, usually, it doesn't get this dramatic. And it definitely usually doesn't go on this long in the UFC. Um, so I, I can appreciate a good grudge. It definitely but, uh, builds I, the I mean, hype up for the uh, actual fight. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping we get a third. But for, I mean, spoiler alerts for you guys that don't know. I mean, Connor won by decision. Um, it was disappointing because he kind of pulled some weak moves. It was a great match. Um, Connor tired out. Diaz kind of was getting weak with his boxing. Um but but again, Connor was running away um, from some of the strikes. He was just kind of trying to kill the clock, which is kind of cheap. And a lot of people think he should have been penalized a point 
which when it comes down to it, it was a, a decision by majority, but it was it was something like 47, 48, 47, 47, and um, I believe wow. 46 and 47. So really it close. was that close. If he had been penalized at that point, then, I mean, we're talking, it's, you know, on the ball. Um, but, I mean, it, it was good. Uh, you know, Connor started really good with strategy. He calculated everything out. Um, he preserved his energy to, in the beginning. He did good. Um, the first two rounds, he he won really well. Um, he wouldn't he knocked down Nate. Um, wouldn't attempt any ground game. Um, he he came out hard. He, I mean, it was really really good. It, I don't know what happened. He just tired out in the third round, and uh, Nate got him against the cage, started beating the shit out of him. It was it was it was awesome. I thought that we were gonna have the turnaround, and you know Nate might get him in another hole or something, and right. we might get Diaz wins two in a row. Um, but then, you know, fourth round, it comes back. Connor comes back. And he takes he takes that round, without a doubt. He outstrikes, you know. It gets crazy. But in the fifth round, it goes crazy. Both guys are tired. They're, they're up against a cage again. And, I mean, it was just, it was real weak. These guys are pretty freaking beat. I understand it. But um, a lot of people think that they have performed better in other matches. And hmm. Towards the end, in the last seconds, it ended with Diaz actually taking down McGregor, and he had strikes on top of him. He was just pounding the hell out of him, and the ref had to pull him off. Damn. So, I mean, it was if he wasn't running, you know, I mean, it could have been a total different game. Either way, you know, both guys are, without a doubt, some of the best fighters in the world. Um, I have a biased love for this fight. I, I hope it continues to go on grudges for years because it's really I was really going to say, are we, we going to see a third possibly? Is that, like, in the works now? Well... Part of the other stories I'm going to talk about are going to relate to the why we might not see that for a little bit. But, I mean, okay, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, Dana White, I believe, has said that he doesn't want to push it. He's offering Conor McGregor two different fighters that are not uh, not Diaz, um, which is, you know, I mean, it's his company. What are you going to do? But I think right. if you want to go make the money, you know, we all want to see another fight between these two. They're one and one, like it would be great to get that tiebreaker in. You know how it is when we play UFC too. We want to really get get it to where it's not a tie, you know? You do two you out of three. Yeah, yeah. Somebody has to win, and that's the point. But going into why it might not happen. So after okay. the fight, um, which, you know, Diaz is disappointed because, you know, he, he probably feels like he could have he should have gotten a tie, a draw, or the win. Because, um, I mean, he did put out, you know, it was it was good. Connor probably had more strikes, but Diaz definitely came back and did some damage. Um, but at the press conference after, right after the fight, within an hour, he's sitting there vaping. And one of the reporters asks him what he's vaping. And he goes, it's CBD oil, which uh, for the people that aren't familiar, that's a type of cannabis that actually doesn't have THC in it, but it helps you. It, it's a cannabinoid. And it um it can it's actually what's responsible for curing cancer and many other illnesses, um. But regardless, so, what's allegedly, 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 we allegedly let's throw that out. We are not we don't scientists. Get in trouble over this. Um, <laughs> we don't have the, the backup. But on it's, it. a, it's the CBD oil is essentially it's non psychoactive, um, right? Yeah, not at all, not at all. THC is the most common psychoactive. Um, actually, in compound wise, it's like uh, THC is the majority, and then um. Like when you extract from cannabis, forty uh, percent is actually CBD oil. Um, so all it, cannabis really is like full of this. Um, and it, it, again, it's one of the most so um, he, active he ones that the, actually do things to your receptors. So he just had the um, 
the essentially the medication portion of it in a yeah a yeah yeah okay. he claims that he didn't have the thc he had pure cbd oil like what somebody with leukemia or you know in, in a terminal illness would get um you know many other illnesses regardless right and there's a there's a weird law like um cbd oils aren't illegal for the fighters to use but they are when they're in fight and um i mean in competition technically is what the term is in which in the definition it means six hours before and six hours after so he's going to why after right now for the anti-doping agency and uh if they convict him, he could face a good suspension. It probably at least six months. I mean, and if they're real jerks about it, I mean, they could give him four years again. And you know, they they could they really aren't playing around anymore with this. And it's unfair because the reason he is using it is it's helping with inflammation. It helps with all the pain. Um, that's one of the the other common uses of it. I mean, it's a great healer. It heals your body quicker. <laughs> He's yeah. not trying to get high. He's actually trying to help his body. Um, the same way somebody might ice their body after a marathon run or, you know, whatever. Or after whatever taking you a use. fucking beating in the octagon. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some fighters I mean, probably geez. do that, too. I know they do it before Give the guy a break. Let him smoke a little. Right? Yeah. Come on, man. God. But, I mean, um, I hope we do see the third. I mean, that's that's my... Uh, oh, man. I'm dreaming of it already. After this last so, one, I just I want to see it. Five rounds? Who, who'd come on now? F- going five rounds is great, man. Thro- throwing the sloppy punches round five. Yeah. I just, I just got to end on a, a totally little related article, too, um, that I found interesting. All of this is related. It's all about the Diaz brothers this, this week. Um... So the Nick Diaz in the green corner. which is <laughs> yeah, dude, hell yeah. Oh, and oh, I gotta go back and say that there was some wonderful Stockton slaps that occurred in the match. <laughs> which nice. What, my, if I was a judge, I would have gave him the win because I mean the Stockton <laughs> slap is like a special move that you pull out in Mortal Kombat. Like, come on now, right? Um, but anyway, it's like, so it's Nick like the Diaz, gorilla palm. <laughs> bam. Oh God, yeah, dude. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's friggin' brutal, and it just makes whoever gets it mad. Because you just got slapped, bitch. Yeah. You got slapped, can't do anything about it. <laughs> Nick Diaz is um, Nate's brother. Um, he's been around a little longer. Um, Nate, you know, came up from the Ultimate Fighter, but Nick was in the in the UFC before that. Um, but Nick Nick was in Vegas celebrating because his brother was fighting and all that. Um, and they, they happened to have a, a party going on at the Bellagio and the Hyde. Which is a club that me and you have been to, and this yes. is the, the great part. Like we've we've hung out there, we had a great time. Um, we got our own little private section for a bit. It was it was great. It was cool. It was a nice Vegas club. That but, was fun. So he bumped into somebody, which I mean, like I know me and you both probably did this that night. Bumped into somebody, and it was a guy with an ego, and uh, he, you know, he tried to be the bigger guy, and he apologized and all that, and the guy wasn't having it. He just kind of walked away like a dick, and he caught him when he was in the bathroom with three other guys, his buddies. And they just started trying to beat the shit out of him. And um, I guess they didn't know who he was because he kind of turned it. <laughs> yeah, his like basically his whole life that grew up in a rough neighborhood and has been fighting before that, like too as well. Um, it's like a premise for beat- an action movie, right there. You walked into the wrong bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> wrong motherfucker. Yeah. Right. Um, so I guess like. They started beating him and whatnot, and it didn't last too long because he had gotten, like, three of them on the ground in different holds and chokes and punches, and 
Then he dealt with the other guy, apparently, and uh, it ended on different terms where they just kind of ran away. And uh, they even asked him, the Bellagio asked him if they wanted him to plot, you know, charge the people, try to find him and get him and everything. And he was like, nah, they've, uh, they've suffered all the punishment they'll get from me. <laughs> nice. That yes. is beautiful. A little, <laughs> bit, of, a little bit of bathroom vengeance. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. All right. That that pretty much brings us to our last uh, segment of the uh, episode. If you've made it this far, All keep right. sticking along because this is the chance. This is the first. This is a we're we're sort of still putting all this together, but this is the first chance that you will have to possibly win a little bit of American Slacker merch, um, which will be printed up soon and be put on a store for everyone to give us their money. Now. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're calling this uh, Wiki Unusual. Uh, I have a odd fascination with the Wikipedia Unusual page. Now, I've, I've talked to you about this a little bit, Matt. Oh, yeah. yeah we've had some uh, interesting conversations with these, these articles. Th- there's just so much weird stuff on it that I can't get over. And it's more than I can like sit down and take in in one day. You know, I mean, I could probably take a day and read it all, but it would just like, it would be too much. So a much more fun way to, to get through this, uh, information that I find so fascinating is we're making a game of it. Um, the way this is going to (laughs) work from here on out is if you tweet us, uh, at our Twitter handle, which is a M E R. S-L-K-R podcast. So that's Ammer Slacker podcast. A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R podcast on Twitter. You're going to have to put up the hashtag WikiUnusual, tag us, and pick one of the uh, unusual articles. It's essentially your winning lottery ticket. If we pick that article for that week and you tweeted that before the the uh, episode had gone out. You're gonna win yourself a T-shirt or a bandana or whatever merch we end up coming. Whatever up. it is that week, yeah, yeah. We'll find some cool shit to give you guys. Don't you worry about it. All right. So for our first inaugural, well, actually, yeah, I guess it'd be inaugural uh, spin of the wheel here. I'm gonna give it a spin, Matt. When you uh, say stop, we're gonna read whatever one comes up. Spinning. Alrighty. Spinning. Now. All right. Paris Syndrome is our Wiki Unusual article. So no one can win on Paris Syndrome. We already picked it. Uh, We're going to try and not pick uh, uh, the same one every week. If we end up landing on it somehow, uh, we're not going to, like, you know, pull seven twice in one week for the winning lottery number. Now, let's get into uh, Paris Syndrome. Actually, Matt, if you want to talk to the audience, I'll give myself a minute here to figure, uh, read up what on this. What do I want so to talk about here? Lay it on me. Give me a suggestion. What, what should I enlighten these people about? Um, you, could, you could talk to them about our, uh, our social media, um, where to find us, Instagram, all face, Facebook. Well, basically, guys, I mean, yeah, if you want to find us on social media, you can pretty much find us on, uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, um, 
SoundCloud, you'll be able to get this probably. Um, we're going to work on the different formats, and we'll next episode we'll give you all the where every single one of them. But American Slacker Podcast is usually the handle for any of our social media. So if, even if I didn't say it there, we probably have it. You might want to check it out. All right, thank you for uh, addressing them while I uh, boned up on <laughs> on Paris syndrome here. Now this is actually really interesting, and this is what I love about the Wiki Unusual. Paris syndrome okay, is okay. a Intrigued. it's a psychological disorder exhibited by some individuals when visiting or vacationing to Paris as a result of extreme shock resulting from them finding out that Paris is not what they had expected it to be. It is. Is uh, it like a, a shithole? No, well, no, it's not, it's not like they're like, oh my god, this looks exactly like Pittsburgh. Like, oh it's, god, uh, all right, all it, right. <laughs> it's more like the uh, they sort of. It, I guess Paris is more like a maze than uh, people realize. It's not like it, it's like a big city, you know, and it's like built up with like buildings and whatnot, and uh, people well, and it's kind old as of fuck. Get, yeah, and so it, it's kind of hard to get around, and if you don't speak French, you might not be able to get, like, the right direction, so you end up wandering, and you get really exhausted, and you start to go crazy, because you're like, did I walk this street? Did No, no, we definitely oh, came God. from that way. And people get to the point, it says here, uh, where they have dizziness, tachycardia, sweating, vomiting, uh, huh. anxiety. Wow, getting the works depersonalization oh my oh wow uh, that's We're ridiculous psych up in this bitch they uh paris they, will listen, drive you nuts you heard it here at american slacker bring a freaking map go to google maps do an offline area save that shit to your phone and bring an extra battery <laughs> yeah for real and some or, meds just in case just that goes south just learn how to read maps you know yeah seriously yeah at least yeah. some uh, Dramamine to calm your stomach so you're not throwing up in the streets of Paris. <sighs> well, there are a lot of people out there that don't have a, com- a good you know, internal compass, so they get lost pretty easily if you spin them around, you know? So right. I do understand, especially roads that were developed before they had any understanding of a gridlock for such population. Definitely. I always found that for myself, as long as there was a body of water, I could sort of orient myself to that. But if you put me in the middle of, like, Iowa or something, like in a cornfield, yeah, I'd have no idea how to get anywhere. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Well, we growing up in our area, we navigated by the Hudson River. It runs yep, in, exactly. Runs south to north. Yep, if it's on <laughs> your the river right, you're you. going... If it's on your right, you're going south. If it's on your north... Or your left, you're going north. It was always the easiest way for me to remember it. Yep, yeah, for where we lived, yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, and one last note. Apparently, the people that are most affected by the Paris Syndrome are Japanese visitors. I'm not sure why. It, what? It doesn't give too many explanation as to why exactly they uh, huh. are more susceptible than anyone else. But, yeah, if you're a Japanese tourist, um, be careful in Paris. Don't Be prepared. Don't don't hurt yourself on your adventures, but get out there Some and adventure. Some shit will hit you that you have never <laughs> felt in your life before. So, that is our show. That's that's all we had planned for this episode. We thank you guys for bearing with us listening to the first episode. It if will get better. Made, 
<laughs> if you made it to the end here, uh, count yourself one of the few to listen to the very first episode all the way through. Uh, it's an accomplishment. Wear it like a badge of honor. Ah, yes. Much love, so, people. Uh, signing off. Uh, this is Jesse. This is Matt. We'll fucking catch you later. <laughs> <laughs>